All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs no deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Time now for Coming In Hot with Brent Wallace, Bobby Ryan, and Jason York. Happy New Year, everybody. Welcome to Coming In Hot Brent Wallace alongside uh, Jason York and Bobby Ryan. Uh, gentlemen, Happy New Year to you. Bob, I just need a medical update. Can you see? I can see. <laughs> I still don't look great, but I, I was, man, it was brutal. And it wasn't like gross. Like it hurt so effing bad for two days. Um, and just walking around with eye drops and this and that. I what happened? Horrible. I had to go to dinner at my soon to be in-laws and i was like I, my eyes poppy like it was tough, it was tough you get pink eye did you get pink eye wasn't pink eye no it's just we think that something got caught up there i never even ended up going to urgent care i just started taking antibiotics <laughs> i hope they worked and they're they're i'm getting better but it was a hell of a oh, week. well is that you on the guitar coming in there with our little no, no. nice work nice work no there's a new opening coming we just have this as a temporary yeah, yeah, yeah. i scored a few goals in my day but you you Chose an empty netter. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate that. I, so I had nothing to do with it. I will readily admit zero. It's okay. Uh, I, and Yorkie, you played hockey today. Are you okay? Are you feeling good? Did you have like your oh, insurer afterwards? I'm exhausted. I'm ex- <laughs> I'm so late. I was so lazy out there. It's uh, my goal in my Tuesday league hockey is to burn 600 calories. That's my goal. I don't care about anything else. Get my six undie. Fell short today. I was so lazy. Just way too many chocolates. 
just hammering my like everybody gives you in Canada, Bob. Everybody gives you like boxes of turtles mm-hmm. and those uh, what are yes. those the Ferrari? What do they call them? Ferrari Rochers. For all Ferrari roll that just pound. <laughs> I've just been pounding those. Uh, so, anyways, I gotta I gotta, I gotta cut it out. But like, does Canada of, does Canada have the same problem? We went to the gym that we go to religiously here in Franklin and uh, January first. It never fails. Packed. It was. I had to park so far away. It was so obnoxious, the amount of people that were in there that you could tell signed up on the 30th because they're like, this is the year. It, absolute zoo. I see Gavin down there saying the same thing. And you're like, I hey, I love when people try to better themselves in any capacity. But I was like, in three weeks, you're going to be at the taco stand. So let's. <laughs> 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 I walked right healthy. by my treadmill and my bike today. Had no issues. Nobody was there. Oh, really? It's in the basement. that's a mistake don't put you can't put that stuff in the basement because you got to keep it on a main level or in your bedroom then you'll use it well yeah i I agree i have to move out of my bedroom i'd have no room Uh, before we start well you can relate to this because it happened to me today i went i had an appointment downtown and then was driving home and i said i'm going to costco i'm going to go out of my way to costco it's a place i avoid it was so busy i drove through the parking lot and went home (laughs) i just kept driving (laughs) I do. Yeah. I, I don't like Costco. If I'm in for one and thing and I'm out, like if the wife gives me the list, I don't deviate from the list. I get it and get out. Yeah. I'm not a fan, but I you thought I be put up on waters and meat and whatever. And I <laughs> just kept driving. You, you can't be passive in there. You got to be aggressive with the cart. Like if you be passive, they'll eat you up. You yeah. Gotta be, you, gotta, you can't. You just got to no. go and just get, get in there. Don't, don't wait for the free samples. Just get going. Just assert the dominance right out of the gate. (laughs) Uh, All right, gentlemen, we've got uh, some things to talk about. The Sens back in action. They start their five-game, 11-day road trip tonight in Vancouver. That might be a tough one. We'll get to that later. Uh, Steve Steos is now the GM. We we take a couple days off, and everybody's got Steve Steos as the GM. Dave Poulin's in with the organization. Um, Ryan Bonus gets a a bump. And then uh, Eric Branstrom's a forward. So I want (laughs) to start. This is where we're going for Eric Brandstrom as a forward. So uh, I don't even like I, this reminds me of old Jacques. Uh, Jason, you can relate to this. Where old used Jacques, to Chris yeah. Phillips. Chris Phillips started his career at forward. Yeah. Uh, and then Christoph well, Schubert went and played at forward. Well, a long time, more than he played D. Uh, not happily. Uh, what do you make yeah. of Eric Brandstrom, gentlemen, uh, playing on the fourth line wing? Mm. Well, this is why this is why Jacques does it because when when you, when you put a when you put a D on forward, he's generally going to be back and be on the right side of the puck, and he's usually going to come back and support the D because he's thinking the the defenseman all the time. That's how he thinks. I did it for a while, and you can you can. Tr- it's a lot easier to trust a D when he goes up there to do it than a guy that's just come up from the minors. And I really like Crookshank, and I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why I did the move. Crookshank the day, but the game before really struggled in the neutral zone. He got beat a few times in the neutral zone. It, it happens. It's he's young. He's not young, but he's he's young as far as NHL experience yeah. goes. So, and you don't want to take Brandstrom. You don't want to. You don't want a healthy scratch a guy that's been playing pretty well. He didn't have a great game the the game before. So, hey, if you're Brandstrom, I know he looks pissed off and everything, but hey, at least you're still in the lineup. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> that's how you got to look at it. But it's nothing new, and you. It, I, it's just because Jacques can trust him in that role, and it worked out. It worked out great. He played really well. He's in the lineup, and um, 
Philly, when Chris Phillips did it, same reason. You don't want to you don't want to have your first round draft pick, which Philly was overall sitting in the stands. So you put them up on forward. It's not a bad thing. And and for I, I could see why Branstrom's pissed off though. But uh, what do you think, Bob? I agree with a lot of what you said. I just think that like I mean. We'll talk about the way you came across in the interview for sure. But I just <laughs> don't those things always have a, a way of working themselves out for two games. Yeah, and then it becomes sure. very, very annoying um, for both the player and for him. I guess it's one way to look at it. Like you're, you're in the lineup, but if you want to stay in the league and this is where Brandstrom's at in his career, wanting to stay in the league, he's not showcasing what he needs to be in his mind. Right. Like I'm doing what's best for the team. And there is a certain level of, um, of that that comes with it. But at the end, at, at the end of the day, he's not, he doesn't seem, you know, I don't think he's happy. He's going to get no sympathy from anybody. None. The worst, the worst thing you could be is all poopy pants after the game, after you've won a game and be sulking in an interview. And he was sulking. Like, um, I'll, so tell you, I'll tell you why. Like, just let me finish the thought here. Steve Stahos played forward in D for a long time in the NHL. Like, not going to get any sympathy from him. Like that guy grinded out a thousand games and he was never a great player, but he was a team first guy. So I would be very careful if I was Eric Brandstrom and how I portray myself in interviews because you're on a one-year deal and you do what's best for the team. I know it's not ideal and it does suck, but what else? He got no choice. Like what else? You might as well go out there and do the best you can and probably yeah, a good game. Well, I, th I thought he played really well, but interesting, like, for a guy that's listened to as many post-game interviews, which are usually, A, they won 5-1, to one, uh, yeah. which is usually just some, hey, we play good, it's nice to be in the lineup, help to contribute, he got an assist, whatever. He was yeah. he, he was sour. I'm not, he he was not happy whatsoever playing forward. Now, I get it, because that's not his position, but do you want to ruffle the feathers when it appears right now that you aren't in the top six on the blue line? Hey, listen, nobody gives a fuck about feelings right now of where the senators are. This team has lost. Um, people like they need to win. And Jacques coaching now, Alfie. Do you think Alfie cares? That side, I'm talking about the player. The, the, like Brandstrom should have probably just said, Hey, we got the win. Yeah. Uh, yeah. it was nice to contribute. He was like, Well, we had a long talk about it. I know. Uh, it's I want to play D. Uh like it just but it's the yeah. hurt it's it, it's the hurt feelings league now and guys get upset and but mm -hmm. end of the day too I will I will say this after a game when you do get a mic thrown in front of you and you've just finished you sometimes don't get to really think about things and and what and what should and what That's, you should say and shouldn't no, say right not anymore that you guys when we go in the locker room there's been five to 10 minutes, if not 15, before a player talks. Sometimes they go back, they have a meal, and then they come back out. And Wally, Wally, I'm going to tell you There's something. There's plenty of time gonna, for him to I'm gonna I'm going to tell you something. When, when you're not happy, you usually carry that for a day or two. I don't know about you, Bob, but when you're not happy and something's on your mind, like, depend, like you're, you're, you're going to be bitter for a little while until you have another game. And it just, it, that's I'm, how I was. I don't know how Brandstrom is, but. It's different in the NHL. You're supposed to be quiet and not rock the boat. Well, you and I, if I'm cranky with you, I'll tell you right away. You'll know. <laughs> but not not in the locker room. You're supposed to just, especially after a win, the team's not playing great or whatever. Yeah, everybody's buddy the elf. But yes. um, 
I, I will say I will agree with Yorkie, but I'm also going to agree with. Um, I agree with both of you in a sense. I I would carry it for sure. You carry it. Um, even though I I thought he played well, and I, I think he came away with an assist on the on the was it the McEwen goal or the Castle one of the, whatever it was uh, Castle goal. Yeah, he, he came away with an assist. He he contributed. Yeah, but he was still salty from the conversation that morning, and you <laughs> yes. can tell. Yeah, and. Yes. Um, and I I feel like he kind of like towed the line, like got his point across, but at the same time was like, well, we won, and I I, I got to play, <laughs> and it's like just go one way or the other, <laughs> either either be yeah. Buddy the Elf or blow it up for so that we have something <laughs> great to talk about. <laughs> so I think I think you have to understand where you are as a player and where you're where you fit into the grand scheme of things. Like if that's me. Because uh, I remember when I got put up on forward when I was a young guy, and you're because let's be honest here, Brandstrom has not established himself in the league yet as a as really a, a full time dependable NHL defenseman. He's shown glimpses; he's been good here and there, but they're a last place team. He and and there's, he's a victim of circumstance, right? So he doesn't really put up points because the role he's in, and it just is what it is. So you got to know where you are as a player, and it's just. It is what it is. I've said it from day one. He's he's miscast on this Senators team, and he's the frustration is probably, man, am I ever going to get a chance to showcase what I can do? I'm an offensive player. I'm not on the power play, and now I'm playing forward. Like, my God, damn it. You can just <laughs> so, see. <you> can... <laughs> it is interesting, though, Just to, but it, it seems like Jacques, he's not all that keen to move him off forward, it seems like. Like, it seems... Listening to Jacques post game, I wouldn't be shocked to see Eric Brandstrom there. Few games. Oh, he's back there 100 because they won five to one, and they don't care that it was Buffalo, um, who is horrendous. Um, like, how bad are they? It, it was well. They put up 46 shots, guys. I know uh, there was one shift. I think I don't know. I would like to actually know how many shots on goal uh, Jeff Skinner had at the end of the night. Because he had a he had a one shift, I think it was in the second, or the, I can't remember it. He he got the puck five times to fire, and I'm like, is anybody going to stand next to him in the slot? Because then he moved five feet and was wide open again. They put up a he lot had, of shots. Forsberg was still. What do, you, what do you have? He had three shots, four blocked, two missed. Yeah. So I, I knew I only knew that two on that shift had gotten through, and then he hit somebody um, in the legs a couple times. But I just remember that shift sticking out to me while we were watching it here. They just. Forsberg was good. I didn't feel like they put up a ton. They, they just they just kind of got to the blue line and put the puck on the net. Yes. And it, it was easy for him to deflect things into the corner all night. So it wasn't really a a forty six shot effort or whatever. A lot of one, a lot of one and out. A lot of a lot of one and outs. Yeah, and a, yeah. like the the Sens actually, they made some. I, I didn't really love Stutzlow's game. He, he turned the puck over a few times in the neutral zone, but it, then Buffalo would get it. Get one opportunity, but they'd never get a second opportunity. How about that one play? This kind of shows me where Buffalo's at right now as a team. After the whistle, when Brady Kachuk came in there, they got a couple shots in at the goalie. Did you see the Sabres looking for quarters after that? Like nobody, <laughs> nobody wanted to go near Kachuk. Like, like what's his dad Dallin? All those guys. It's just like, is anybody gonna like stand up to him? Like, I was I was watching Akposo kind of getting in there, and I was like, he can't fight it. He's had some head injuries in the past. I'm like, he's not going to fight. It. He can't do anything. Um, but yeah, Brady just did whatever he wanted in the third period. There, he's but. like, you guys, I, you guys, I'm just going to do whatever I want, and you guys are going to like it. 
I'm gonna steal your lunch money. I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a little noogie. <laughs> but did you okay? Did you guys like Brady's game? I didn't think he was very good. I, I, I think, didn't think he was very good. I think he was he was visibly frustrated. That's why some of those things carried into longer scrums. I thought he looked visibly frustrated for the first time in a while. He actually with himself, not with the team or where they're at. Yeah. We've seen that, but I thought he looked frustrated with himself in that game. Um, and just not his normal self, but I have no, the way, the way he plays, he's going to be fine. And he'll be right back to it. Um, but it takes some yeah. time. You're switching coaches. You're switching things around. Not every coach is conducive is to his style as the last one. His style kind yeah. of fits anywhere, but it's just going to take a second to find the fitting. Yeah. He'll yeah. be like, he's got 16 goals. Like, don't get me wrong. Yeah. He's got 147 yeah. shots. Like, I, I'm fine with pretty good. Yeah. I just thought yeah. he wasn't very good with Tim Stutzla in that game for whatever reason. Well, the three we talked about this before we came on. The three, the three standouts under DJ Smith. I'd say the guys that you played to the utmost of their potential: Jake Sanderson, Brady Kachuk, and Tim Stutzla. And I would, I think it's safe to say that all three players, since the coaching changes, change or changes, have had a little bit of downward regression in their game, and probably for a variety of different reasons. You, you, you there is a human element like that. That coach loved you as a player. DJ loved all three of those players. He's gone, so there's a little bit of an emotional letdown there where you feel bad about it, and now you're getting used to a different system where. Cheating is not going to be tolerated, and you've got a you're, you're just playing a different way now, and there's a, there's an adjustment there, and a, and a totally different personality too, Bob. Like Jacques is a totally different personality than DJ, so yeah. that's like it's 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 a big adjustment. I do think all three players will be fine. They're it's just I, I think that has something to do with it. It's just there's when when you have a big change like that, it affects. And look at Drake Batherson. Like look how it's affected him, but he was the guy. They would always get pushed down when things went poorly under the under the previous yeah. regime. So now he sees, okay, here we go. Now yeah. I've got a chance. Now I've got a chance to to up my up my status in this organization. And he's taken advantage of it. But that's what happens when you know different coaches like different things, different systems. But this is what happens. Yeah, I think it's a chance for Drake to say, I'm not the complimentary player. Like, let me try to drive a line. I don't want to be the guy that's bumped to the third because things aren't going well. And I think he's kind of He's played well, but he's 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 put himself into one of the more. Again, we always push Drake, and he's always the one that gets the um, condescension, I guess, from fans and players and media. But it, he's still the second most talented offensive player yeah. this team has. Um, so I'm glad he's taken off because it's it's nice for him to. I, he had a vacation. We, he took his Christmas vacation and enjoyed himself. The one that we gave him. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. The, but well, the one last thing I'll say just on Stutz, I think people yeah. have to remember too. I always put guys in birth years. The guy's at 2002, I think he's turning 20, he's turning 22 this year. So, like, he's learning on the job, and now he's gonna learn, he's gonna learn a different style now. Like, I think under the I didn't think like he, the offense came, they had the 90, 90 plus points last year. Now he's gonna learn some new things, and there's gonna be an adjustment period. Uh, a big adjustment period. Yeah. yeah I, I also want to point out, I still think Tim Stutz's left hand is bothering him. And again, Thumbs up. in the last game, in the first period, he falls on it and he gets up shaking it again and goes to the bench shaking it. I just think there's something wrong with his wrist. So um, just 
keep an eye on. Yeah, he hasn't looked season. comfortable. No. And and I just like the point he's also the team's leading scorer. Um, yeah. Some pace <laughs> for over 100. <laughs> just, yeah. Know, right? Seems weird to be like, I think he's hurt. He's got 100 points. I, I, I know. <laughs> now, sure. I want to get to uh, our hot performer because I think it uh, it was very interesting. Um, and my, by the way, it's always as delivered to you by DoorDash. Uh, don't stress about getting up off the couch and going to get something to eat or finding the perfect gift or doing whatever it is you want to do. Even at the last minute, finding the perfect gift, never been easier. Just open the DoorDash app, choose what you want from where you want. Uh, for a limited time, our listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code NATION25, all uppercase letters. That's NATION25, up to a $10 value and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code NATION25. Offer valid in Canada, subject to change, terms apply. Gentlemen, the hot performers that sends fourth line, which included Eric Brandstrom. They were out. They were by far the best line on the ice. I thought they were outstanding uh, on Sunday against the Buffalo Sabers. Look, they I, had nine shots, three points, two goals, plus six. I like this. I hope that they wrote them up first on the board when they when they put the lines up <laughs> for practice the next day. That was always that was always something that one of my coaches did to kind of reward them and make light of it. Um, it's nice that we're <laughs> talking about them because so often we've talked about the bottom six not being deep enough yes. for. Or anything, but they showed up. That McEwen shot was unbelievable. That the, the slap shot mm. coming down the wall, unbelievable. Just bar um, down, bar yeah, and just for his first as a send too. I think right. Did I hear that when they were talking mm -hmm. about him? Um, they were great. They tilted the ice all night. They did, and they didn't get away from their game when they had a little success. They continued to grind, and um, I liked the look. It was a great look. They looked really good. Yeah, yeah. And Brandy, like, I didn't realize Brandy got 15 minutes too. That's so. That's a nice but Brandy also killed penalties uh, okay. as a defenseman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blockers there. They uh, he, they just looked really, and I know Brandstrom wasn't isn't happy, um, but he did look. I thought he looked good. Like I don't have any complaints with the way they played that yeah. game. The problem and is, while well, and they started this, I think they started the second or third period. Uh, after they scored, must have been the second. They scored. And they started the third period. Like that's shock rewarding them for the way they're playing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I was just going to add the other reason with Branstrom, like, he's, he doesn't have a future in the league long-term as a left winger. So that's going through his head too. He's like, <laughs> well, you never know. One, okay. Listen, the guy was one of the, the top prospects, uh, outside the NHL coming into the league and, as a defenseman. So he's probably like, what, what the hell's going on here? I'm on a one-year deal. I'm on left wing. Uh, yes. However, what if he scores two tonight? And then what like, What if he suddenly has five points in five games? Maybe he's a winger. Uh, <laughs> I just, I ah, just trying something. Well, then, then we're going to talk about him still not fit in the top six. <laughs> how many times, uh, how many times did he have to pick a puck off the wall against Buffalo? Like there's a lot of, there's a lot of broken plays in the neutral zone where you're able to kind of get the puck in open space or some bouncy pucks in the, Let's just say it was a nice yep. game. The puck was bouncing the right way for the Senators in that game, and mm -hmm. and he, he can skate. Like he can skate, and he can make plays, and he can do things. But we'll see. It's for right now. You know what? For right now, it's working. The Senators won. Uh, they got Vancouver, and I would say it's day. It's game by game. See how yeah. he does tonight. See how he does tonight, and then they'll evaluate it from there and 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 make adjustments moving forward.
That's what I want to see tonight is when Vancouver has all five guys activated below the blue line. Mm-hmm. Quinn Hughes is behind the net with his partner on the half wall, five on five. Oh. Sorting out coverage. It's so hard to understand as a D, and this is where I'm going to chirp Yorkie. As a D, your coverage is I'm either in the corner or I'm at the net. And now the games change a little bit where you follow up, but you usually release by the top of the circle and whatever. As a, as a defenseman coming out to play the wing, and four guys are in your zone for half a second, and then they're all gone and they're all spreading. You're just standing there going like this, and you're praying for somebody oh. to come back into the box that is your priority. It's yeah. hard. So when guys get moving tonight, it's going to be very interesting to see how he settles. Bob, I played I played forward for six weeks in the minors, and I played about a week and a half when I was with Detroit. This is what things looked like. You know when you have the horse <laughs> blinders on like this? You're just seeing like this. Yeah. You can't see anything. It's no. like you're a def- when you're a defenseman, you can see the whole ice. Then when you're put on the wing and you're looking back, I'm telling you something you already know, but I'm just trying to put this in perspective to people who are listening, they're viewing. You got to make so many split second decisions on the wall. Take the puck cleanly. Guy's coming to nail you. He's pinching down on you and make a clean breakout play. That's one of the hardest things for me when I played wing. And that's, like a guy like you that was a winger, you're, you, you've done that a million times. Right. Now all yeah. of a sudden you're a defenseman. It, it's just, it's it's a really tough thing to do. Uh, that, that's why, you know, it's impressive what he was able to do, but it's just, those are tough things to pick up. And, and at best, if you're a defenseman that's moving to forward like this, the best you're ever going to be is a fourth liner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. Like you're never going to be any better than that because it's just you're you're so far behind everybody else. Agreed. Uh, One last point in the game we can move on is, uh, Yorkie, I know you've been talking a lot about shift lengths and ice time and how Jacques would probably maybe even it out. And maybe the score of the Buffalo game was a little more, uh, allowed them to make it easier, if you will. But if you look at the ice times in that Buffalo game, like they're fairly fairly even for the most part um and you'll see obviously the big guys get some more minutes but look at no d played more than 22 minutes and in fact uh, nice. thomas shabbat's 21 minutes which by the way he returned if you didn't know in that in that game um that's the lowest and fewest minutes he's played this year and i think he did it eight times last year he played less than 22 minutes so you can see them the jock or alfie and jack or ben sexton are, are trying to keep guys uh, moving and not out for a long time. Um, there, there, there's a ton of games coming up, as we all know, guys. And Shabbat just coming back from injury, he'd be nuts to play him any more than that in his first game back. Yeah. Just asking for something to go wrong. But this, hey, with all this hockey going coming up, it's it's very smart. And being up like Ottawa was in that game in the third period afforded them the luxury to to, to kind of roll four lines. And when you're getting contributions, what I like about Jock is I think he's got a better pulse for the bench than DJ does. Um, and he rewards yeah. the lines that are going. So the fourth line was going. It's like, why not get him the extra f- three, four minutes here that we don't normally see? Take the pressure off of Tim and Brady who aren't having their best night. I mean, they're still going to get 19. They're still fine. But they don't need to get to 22 in a 5-1 to win. So that's a, that's a luxury they haven't had. But I do believe that um he's got a better it's not just we're losing again who do i send out of course it's going to be 18 7 19 whatever it might be nine um he's got a little bit of a better pulse so those guys not having their best night their minutes come down a bit but you get it from elsewhere and that's what teams that win have to have um consistently so i hope i hope the fourth line really gets a lot better underneath him i think it can 
as time yeah. goes here. Oh, sorry, just, sorry. I thought you were just adding something. Um, <laughs> that is the interesting part of that fourth line. I mean, they they scratched Schmeckel or Schmeckel, depending on how you want to say it. Uh, Angus Cruikshank, as Yorkie pointed out, not in that game. He was a scratch as well. Uh, it's interesting to see how they deploy perhaps the players that are healthy and ready to go. Matthew Joseph is on this trip. Uh, he's slated to come off LTIR shortly. Uh, we'll see where he fits in. Yeah, no. What's what's the what's the earliest Joseph can come back? Uh, I say? gotta double check. I think it's in a week. Yeah, yeah. I, I, say, I thought he had a minute still. Yeah, it's well. They still have to make when Pinto now. What's he down to nine games? It's it's a thirty-one game suspension, right? Uh, January twenty-first is his. Uh, yeah, man, first I game think he he's he's really. It's going to take him a little while to get back in the swing of things, but his style of game is sorely missed in this lineup right now. Just that dependable two-way centerman like and I, was, I made this comment the other day with with uh, dave poolin coming in how many times have you heard pooley over the last couple of years just rave about shane pinto as a player like he's mm -hmm. played a similar game dependable you know pinto's way younger i'm not going to compare him as career-wise but i'm saying style-wise that's just that's a job right now that's just waiting for somebody to grab it say i'm going to be this 200 foot center that we need to go against the other team's big guy because they don't, they're all obviously young and that player hasn't developed yet, but there's, I can see a real battle with Ridley, Greg and Pinto to, to be that guy. And it'll, it'll be great. Like both those guys could, could be that guy, but I, you know, there's different players, but I, I'm, I'm really anxious to see how Pinto plays once he gets back. Um, uh, he's going to do exactly what they need him to do because he's not stepping out of line. He's, they're yeah. like, "Hey, you're you're our two hundred foot yeah. center." Go, yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Can I have another? Yeah. Okay. Sounds uh, good. <laughs> uh, Matthew Joseph on LTIR December thirtieth, which means uh, January twenty third. I think he can come off. So uh, we have a we got a few days. We got three weeks. When the, when the team bus comes, like, <laughs> well, Pinto will be there 10 minutes before every bus is scheduled to leave. Not even close <laughs> to ever being late for a meeting. <laughs> Just have have your nap on the bus and be ready to go. <laughs> uh, so I, I am excited to see him back in the lineup. I think he's uh, such a good player. I think he's really good. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, we need some. Uh, I got to take care of some business. And Bob, you uh, need to be prepared for your uh, BEI segment. Uh, this show is sponsored by Charm Diamond Centers. Uh, it's proudly Canadian owned and operated since uh, 1972 with more than 85 locations across the country through Charm and their sister brand. Super knowledgeable. Not sure what to get? Go see the staff at Charm Diamond Centers. They will help you. Uh, custom ring building delivered in less than four weeks with the Charm Masterpiece Program and an unbeatable pricing policy. Uh, check out their large selection. Canadian lab-grown diamonds, mine diamonds, and don't pay until 2025 with their instant in-store financing on OAC. For more information, go to charmdiamondcenters.com. I want to do that charm diamond center read, but they probably no one wants me to sing. No, no, Yorkie, I'll, I'll get this one too. You just chill, it's 2024. Okay, as always, yeah. our show brought to you by our friends at BEI nope. Bonisher Excavating, the heavy civil general contractor in both the public and the private sectors. When planning your next project, consider BEI for your aggregate supply needs, including equipment rentals, haulage, floating, hot mix paving, concrete formwork. You can find them at BonisherExcavating.com or give them a shout at 613-432-1120. BEI, helping to shape Ottawa Valley. And as always, slow down at construction zones. Uh, and by 
Battlegrounds axe throwing. It's safe. It's fun. It's great for a party event or for just something fun to do. Uh, requires no practice. Come to Battlegrounds Axe Throwing Facility, which is located 2016, 2615 Lancaster Road near the Science and Tech Museum. Um, they've got coaches there. We'll show you the ropes and show you how to hit the target safely. Fun for the family, as well as kids, 12 and up. They can throw with a guardian. Uh, book your December. Oh, it's, it's in January. I should probably update that. Uh, book your <laughs> holiday party now, or any other party for that matter. Uh, go see them at battlegrounds.com, B-A-T-L grounds. Dot com. They'll take care of you. Uh, guarantee a good time at Battlegrounds Axe Throwing where your safety is a priority. Uh, just for people in the chat who have mentioned about Matthew Joseph's last game, December 15th, technically he's listed on the NHL official rosters as December 30th of going on LTIR. I know right. they can retroactively do it. I just don't know the exact day. So I believe they're, he's going on the trip. Uh, or sorry, he's on the trip. I think there's a chance that he might stand to play. I forgot to mention that. Sorry. Well, that are, are they? Do they have enough cap room to, to put him on? Well, then we'll f figure that out later. Okay. And That's guess what? Show. The new GM gets to figure that out, which is Steve Steos. Um, and gentlemen, there's uh, to me, it's not a surprise. I know they said they wanted a three-headed monster and they wanted to have a GM and a president, but Steve Steos was going to make all the decisions anyway. At least it, that's what it felt like. So there's no shock to me that Steve Steos appointed himself or hired himself as the GM. Are you too surprised? I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Right, Bob. No, I think <laughs> no, I'm not. I think it was just kind of written once he was hired, and I I think that as soon as he came over, um, I I think the writing was on the wall for everybody else, and and it was time for them to and Lauer and and company to start making the moves. They did a little slower than fans would have liked there for a minute, um, <laughs> <laughs> but 
I, I think this was probably one of the things they had planned all along was that he would eventually be taking over the team. They just needed one more screw up and they got it. <laughs> so yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, it's, it's funny how the, like you go back to, well, you and I were talking about this when, when you go back and connect the dots back when Toronto had, uh, I believe Dave Poulin was there when they had the three or four assistant general manager system, right? Wally. Yes. So in 2009, so, he was hired by the Leafs, I think it was. So, or 2011. So, I think it's 2009, and he was a uh, uh, director of player development, something to that effect. Yeah. So director of player development, director of player, whatever the role was, he then, a couple of years later, had a hand in bringing Steve Steos into the Toronto Maple Leafs organization. Steve Steos came in as, I believe, player development and then got his feet wet in the NHL. So there is a there is a relationship there that goes back many years with Dave Poole and, and Steve Steos. And while you know Pooley really well, a lot better than I do, just comes across of, as such a good person, smart guy. And I know everybody's saying, well, he didn't do a great job in Toronto. Well, people learn and there's different things going on. And that was a different animal back then. Like, I, I would give Dave Poole the benefit of the doubt, but the NHL is about who you can trust. When you bring somebody into a role, you want to bring in somebody that you know is going to have your back, that you obviously value their opinion. You think they're smart and do the great job, but it, it often comes down to relationships. So there is a long relationship there and a level of trust. And that's, that's a big reason they did it. And I really like the move. Um, and I think, uh, you know, with all this talk of the three headed monster, at the end of the day, you're going to have three competent people there for the time being. And I still think there's going to be more moves coming in, 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 in various roles with scouting player, all those player development. But Ryan bonus is a young, sharp guy. Pooley is an older experienced guy. And you got Steve Steos, who's now a younger general manager. So you got a little bit of everything. I, I like the mix. And Michael Andlauer is going to be a hands-on owner. Like it's, it's already yeah. been shown that way. Like he's, he's uh, anytime there's news, he's there, he's talking. So I think this, this current regime, sets up for a lot of future success but the end of the day the end of the day it all it's always the players guys it's it's it always falls back to the players and uh you can have whoever you want in your front office but and i, I well you just it's got to be the players and yorkie you got to put the players there no i know i know i know so, you do i know you do but and you need to have a purpose for doing it and i think that has lacked in the last few years i oh i am pissed the percent I'm, I'm pissed that Pooley joined the front office because we lost one of our favorite guests. That's the biggest uh, problem I have. That's exactly what I thought. I said, well, he's going to be bitter. <laughs> yeah. no, he he's he's a, very, very good as a guest. Very yeah, good. Yeah. He, he was a consultant, by the way, during the bid uh, for the Andlauer group. So it's not shocking. Um, no. They are very familiar with each other, I guess, as a group. So I don't mind it. I, I, I think Dave Poolin is an extremely smart hockey guy. Not only, I mean, if you look at his record and what he did on the ice and how good of a player he was, plus being a leader with the captain of the Flyers, all that stuff, as yeah. well as being a head coach at Notre Dame and running that program for 10 years, then the Leafs and all, all that stuff is a wealth of knowledge. I just like the way they put him in there. I I think it's a really good move to have Dave Poole in there. Yeah. The, uh, the other thing, too, it's a lot of times when you make these moves and, and you bring somebody in, depending on... Maybe you brought somebody that was working in the Western Conference. Dave Poulin, it's not going to take him long to get out, uh, um, familiar acclimated. with this. Acclimated. Yeah, thank you for that word. Yep. It's not going to take him a while because he's been following the Ottawa Senators, covering the Ottawa Senators yep. for a long time now. So he knows 
what they have, what they have coming up. It's just, it's, it's going to be a nice transition. So it's not going to take them a while to really get, pull up the sleeves and, and get to work. Now, okay, guys, here's the question. We all expected Alfie to take a front office role, and now mm. they continue to add bodies. I don't see a front office role for Alfie. Is he possibly the next head coach of the Ottawa Senators? No. <laughs> no. You can't put him in a position that you would have to fire him. Well, he doesn't. There's no role for him right now in the in the front office. He was going to be one. an hockey op. <laughs> He's going to. But there's too many one. people. <laughs> No, they'll make one. <laughs> what does let, uh, let him what, what? let him figure out what he wants to do? I I'd like I'd, I'd really like to just see him on the ice in player development role and continue doing that. I but I I don't see him, and maybe now that he's got a taste of it being on the bench and seeing what yeah. it, the day to day life as a coach is. Um, he's rethinking it and wants to be in that role. But I, I just do you imagine that this team does like you you insert him next year and this team doesn't take the strides? What do you do? You, you, you got, got a free year. You know why? Because nobody's going to question. <laughs> I'm telling you, nobody's going to question Alfie if he's the head coach for a year. I agree with that. I agree with that. I I, I do agree with Bob on the fact it, it's very easy to you can make up any role you want. You put him in a position like hybrid role. Continue to be. I could see him continuing to be an assistant slash associate and still being an advisor to Steve Steos and the hockey department. Like it's, it's, I don't know. Once you get, once you get back into it and it's like, he's a competitive guy and it's, 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 I could, I could see him wanting to keep doing part of the staff because it's fun. Like you're in there, your, your boots on the ground that you get, he's you competitive. get, yeah, you, you're competitive and you got some skin in the game again. You're right there uh, at ground zero. And, uh, the ups and the downs, and it is fun. And, um, you know, probably a big part of him, too, wants to help turn this around, too. It's like, hey, now I'm here. I want to see this through and, and get these guys winning. But I, I, I agree with Bob, though. I, I Putting him in as a head coach, you'd, you'd never, if things go poorly, um, you always want him part of your organization. Always. So I, 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 I like... I like thinking of him as the eye in the sky, somebody that can actually really, really watch a game in the way it's unfolding and then come down between periods and assess and give them a point of view that the coaches don't have from being ice level. I think that's such an important role. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, but I don't know who, I don't know what he wants to do. I just don't see it. I, I would hate to see them put him in a position where eventually he may have to be the guy that goes because he can only change the players once. And that's going to happen before that too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. There's something coming for that. So, yes, yeah. I, I think, think I think he's in that yeah. spot now. Yeah. No, I, I, one thing for certain, I don't think Jacques Martin is the coach of this team next year. I think this is a temporary solution. Not that I don't think he's capable of it, but I just think where he's at, as far as his knees go and his hips go, like it's being on the ice every day. It, people don't think it, but it is hard on the body, even when you're just coaching. Um, but then again, what's if Jacques's not doing that? What role does Jacques go into? Like, you ought to be a nice guy to keep around too, right? Like, smart guy. Well, he was senior advisor. Yeah, there you go. So, I, I do, I, I do think the the hockey ops is going to continue to expand, though, and there'll and there'll be more roles um, created. Who was the old coach of the Ottawa Sixty Sevens that coached in Brian Kilroy? Brian Kilroy. Killer. 
I, I know guys that played there that were like, this guy used to stand on the center ice circle and not move for the entire practice. The entire practice was the same every day for the entire <laughs> year. Um, and a buddy said he used to just stand there, blow the whistle, not say a word. If we were having a bad day, not say a word. If we were having a great day, not say a word. And then as soon as the last drill was over, he was off. So I guess you can do it <laughs> as long as you want. Oh, well, I tell you, though, balancing on the blades, because I was I coached junior for five years. I was hips were still sore. Because when you stand still, it's actually it's actually worse because you're just sitting there and your back's sore and you just feel old and shitty. <laughs> it's better to wheel around. Oh, I can see it. I like I'm 36 and I get off the ice after an hour and a half once a week. And I'm like, nope, never again. And then the week later, I just got a text <laughs> from Andy Sutton. I'll be there tomorrow. You're back. <laughs> yeah. We got yeah. David Backus in the mix now. The, the skate's really going. Fish, Backus. Backus, Backus lives in Nashville too. Just moved here. Yeah. Yeah. So everyone's moving there, there, right? Yeah. Um, by the way, did you, this is way off topic, Bob, did you watch the Nashville New Year's Eve thing on TV? I'd never even heard of it. It was awful. <laughs> so they, it's like in New York, but it's in Nashville. It was actually, it was probably the best of them all. Oh, no, I so watched, I was in bed by 940. <laughs> what? 940. I had a chef That's come over. Why you didn't respond had, to me? Yeah, I, was, I, had a, I had a chef come over. We had a nice dinner. Uh, sends on in the background and then shut down. And, my, <laughs> and I, I would have been watching it with one eye anyway. <laughs> uh, How do you go funny. to sleep so early? You get up early though, eh? Yeah, I'm up early. Yeah, but it's a it's a process, man, for me to go down. So, um, yeah. All right. Uh, I need to move on. We got to get a couple things in. Uh, one time for Did You Know? Brought to you by Wendy's. Uh, Wendy's is letting you win real food with your fantasy teams this year and Daily Faceoff. Go to dailyfaceoff.com. Just click on the Wendy's Survivor Pool app in the top right corner. For those of you who Smoke the competition. Wendy's is rewarding you with weekly prizes that will have you winning despite your lack of team building skills. Download the Wendy's app and score yourself 150 bonus reward points on your first order and grab a sweet victory from the mouthwatering jaws of defeat along with some fresh, never frozen beef. Sign up to play Daily Faceoff to win weekly prizes like the spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's and the Wendy's app. Wendy's, we keep it fresh. All right, so we rung in the new year. I just thought I'd point out in the 2023 calendar year, uh, Brady Kachuk led the team in goals with 38 assists was Tim Stutzla with 58 points. Stutzla 92 games. Only four guys played all 78 games through the calendar year. Stutzla, Kachuk, Batherson, Giroux. And in all the sends, you 47 players, if you will. That's 40 skaters and seven goalies during 2023. That's Wendy's. Did you know? Yeah, actually, I, I would not have guessed. I thought somebody would have had more goals than Chucky. But uh, I, I would have guessed Stutzla just right across the board. Yeah. So I, I, so I mean, did not know. Chucky's 38 and 70. It's not bad. That's a almost a 40 goal season. Mm -hmm. That's I think that's going to be his benchmark. Stay, He's stay still on pace for it, by the way. Yeah. Uh, okay. I do I have some Chucky there. notes in their next show that I will bring up. Uh, oh, also, okay. They're playing in Vancouver tonight. We, we do need to pick uh, our lock of the day. So um, I almost forgot about it. Uh, they are going against the best team in the West right now. They're 13-4-1 at home, the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, JT Miller uh, has a five-game point streak against the Sens. He's got 10 points in his last five. Uh, goals against the home, by the way, for the Vancouver Canucks, first in the league. This is a tough, tall ask. Uh, Yor Yorkie, you're the smartest man in hockey. You start this off. Well, I picked Ottawa. 
to be what was the last bet we did was the New Jersey game, right? Oh god. Yeah. They actually they actually had a chance mm-hmm. early in that game. And then New Jersey just man, there is some stinky goals in that game. But that's besides the point. I'm taking Vancouver. Like, look at the stats here. <laughs> 13 and four at home. Best goals against in the NHL. They're deep too. They're deep up front. They're deer good. Um Ottawa's just I just not they're just not consistent right now even like, even in that buffalo game they're still they still have things to clean up they, they won that game 5-1 or whatever the score was but a lot of things in their game i'm still not happy with the turnovers you know, people bernard docker threw a couple pizzas or one up the boards one up the, well, the so ice. Did jake sanderson yeah, i know but jake sanderson does so many other good things that you forget about them <laughs> <laughs> like, so, okay <laughs> Fair I know. I'm taking Vancouver. I, okay. It's just they're too good. Uh, Bob, how do we convince you to take the Ottawa Senators? He's gambling. <laughs> yeah, no, I can't gamble that much. <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I can't do it. I, I don't know how you argue with everything you said about Vancouver. They're unbelievable at home. They score at will. Um, Ottawa flew cross country. It's a late night for them. Yes. Um, it makes everything a little bit harder. What time does the game start Eastern time? 10. All right, well, some nine mine. I'll be in bed. Uh, I might watch a period before we get going here. I'll watch the rest of it tomorrow. But I'm taking Van. Um, at what point with my record do we start changing who the smartest man in hockey is? Uh, well, we can't. It's trademark. Try. Oh, I okay. Been, I, uh, I, haven't I haven't been trying, though. It looks like, according to the lines sent out today by the Senators, um, which are all the same lines, by the way, that Anton Forsberg will likely be in goal. Yeah. Um, he doesn't start a lot on the road. I don't, again, we'll see how this goes, but I don't know how you pick the worst ranked penalty kill in the league against one of the best power plays. So yeah, yeah. I will take the Vancouver Canucks. How I'm just question looking at this is, road. is it close? I, yeah. I hate the sends. How, how tough, Bob, how tough was this road trip right now? That's oh a t- that's a, yeah. Seattle's on a heater right now. Edmonton's mm-hmm. won five in a row. Mm-hmm. That's got it. That's got a sting too. Like right now, you've got two goalies you've spent a lot of money on, not so much on Forsberg, and you're watching what Joey Decord's doing right now. Yeah, yeah. first goalie with a oh, shutout at a Winter Classic God. game. He looks so good, doesn't he? There's some yeah. good saves in that one too. The one on Eichel in particular, but yeah, this is a tough road trip. And you know what is really the hardest part about this road trip is coming back in Buffalo, who you should beat every night right now is your last of a five gamer when you're just ready to get home. This is a, this is a tough one. Um, God, if they could, if they could manage 500 here, it'd be a hell of a trip. Who are they beating? Calgary, Buffalo, and you squeeze a point out of one of the other teams. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. it. Somebody, somebody get us to a shootout somewhere. <laughs> It's, it's yeah, it looks trip. like a tall task. Um, yeah, I would like you know to add that. Um, yep. I don't know if they're going to stay over, but Saturday night at the uh, Edmonton in Edmonton after that game could be a good one for the boys. Oh yeah. Well, oh, but 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 quick quick flight to Calgary though. You get on what time is that Calgary that Edmonton game? I'm trying to see. Is that a normal time? Yeah. You get you get on the flight after Edmonton. You're in Calgary. Out by twelve thirty probably. 
<laughs> we, unless you do the randy carlisle all oh, the, the the stairs aren't here for the plane we're like okay <laughs> oh, he makes the plane go uh, late on oh, christmas he used, to, he used to sit on the tarmac for 40 minutes on each side of it we're like the guys would come on and be like well the, the stairs aren't here and randy be like it's not my fault <laughs> okay randy. <laughs> he did it on purpose you're actually just extending the night because now we're going to hang out in somebody's room so like really uh, yeah I oh mean, yeah never would have thought uh, of that uh, wait, i like to well, point out yeah Totally off topic. Uh, how many how many picks does Ottawa have this year in the first round? Just in the one first round. Yeah, just one. Well, are they are they going to lose their pick? Uh, not allowed to bring that up, I suppose. Yeah. Well, they got the, the trade they did in the uh, in the Debrinket trade there because they're yeah. getting a pick. They're getting a pick from uh, was either Boston's gets to choose when the pick is or something like that. But they could, they, they could, they could potentially be. My point is, they could potentially be a lottery team, right? Uh, yes, correct. Yes, that, that, that would be an as where they are right now. That'd be a handy pick to have uh, coming up this year at the draft. I know people don't want to hear that. But it would be. It would be now, good for. Let's. It would be. Let's hold off. Be, yeah. I was like this. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna piss We're somebody off. We're not starting the new year with the tankathon, are we? They're in last place. They have, <laughs> they have two picks. They're they're act, they're actively trying, and they're still in last place. So <laughs> we, let's hold yeah. off to lottery stuff for yet. Uh, uh, in the it's, so the Detroit pick is in the event that the Bruins twenty twenty. It's the Bruins twenty twenty four pick apparently first round. In the event that the Bruins selection is a top ten pick, uh, Boston can retain it and transfer it. But yeah. I would suspect that uh, Boston's going to do okay and not be a lottery top 10 pick. Yeah, good good one there. But I'm just saying like now that you've got everything's kind of getting set. You've got you've got Dave Poolin in, Steve Steos is in. You got bonus yeah. here. So this is going to be this team's first draft together. Time yeah. to start and like it's time to build something of of what what's going to be the next generation of players coming in here and it'd be I know people don't want to hear it but a lottery pick would be would be good. I uh, yes, but we'll save that for another day. So yeah, keep your off topic till another day. Uh, as we leave, there's I just so we're talking about the team heading out on the road, and I noticed some pictures from the airport because uh, it's eleven days, five days. There's Angus Crookshank. He's got like an overnight bag. He's not messing around. He's like I'm prepared. But then there's Thomas Shabbat. I'm just hoping that Shabby is Holt is taking some other player's gear, uh, luggage oh. to the plane. Cause he's got like four bags oh. and then you got Tim Stutzla and Jacob Chikrin. They're leaving for a month, but uh, Claude Giroux's got his one bag, like a seasoned veteran. Who gentlemen did you travel with that always packed? Like they were moving out, moving out. Um, Eric Carl. Carlson, Carl. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say Carl. Um, the guys that cared about the fashion and then the longer you're in the league, you're like, I'm going to wear this suit three times with three different shirts. Who cares? Um, and then I also played with George Peros who shopped at Nordstrom or wherever it might be and would always get the boxed shirt and tie combo and just pull one out of the box. <laughs> no thought into it. And then every, like he would just have enough underwear and stuff for the trip to get by. So it's just, <laughs> I think the longer you've been in the league, the less you care about that kind of stuff. And you're like, oh, it's a couple dinners. I need a, two pairs of jeans, two t-shirts, and I'm good to go. 
That's, oh, that's that's uh, I I played yeah. this I played this guy in the minors. This guy's a beauty. He was a he was a thirty years old at the time. His name was Ken Quinney, and he used to brag because we'd go for a three nighter or two nighter on the weekend. We'd go Friday Saturday on the bus. The guy would all he would do is put his toothbrush in his suit pocket, and that's all he brought. Shave, not even a shaving kit. Goes, I got my toothbrush, boys, right in the suit pocket. He was good for the weekend. Oh, that's 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 pushing it. So <laughs> so funny you mentioned him. I grew up watching him play in Fredericton. Ken uh, Quinney, yeah, for the Fredericton uh, Express. Oh, yeah. wow, this guy, he Ken Quinney. Nobody knows what the hell this guy is, but he only referred to himself on the third person. <laughs> He's he only referred to himself as the Quinn dog. And you talk to me, he's like, oh, Quinn Dog's going to do this. You know, Quinn Dog can't wait to go out tonight. Oh, Quinn Dog only brings the toothbrush for the trip. And that's like, he never spoke normally, only in the third person. He played for the know. Quebec Nordiques too, Wally. He had a little cup of coffee with the Quebec Nordiques. So, yeah, because Fredericton was the Nordiques farm team. And then he played yeah. in Halifax when they moved the farm team. And then uh, yeah. he played, he was a two time 30 goal scorer with the Adirondack Red Wings when you were there. Yeah. And then played for the Las Vegas Thunder and then finished with the Frankfurt Lions. Played 59 NHL games. Quinn dog. Quinn dog. Uh, so are, were either one of you at all? Like how long did it take you to realize what you're supposed to pack? Uh, I would be considered a very light packer, but once I saw one other person do it when I was young, uh, I realized the same thing. If you had a three or four game road trip, it wasn't worth bringing a second suit. Cause a lot of times you would have a day off. You're like, I'll iron it that day, whatever. <laughs> so I would bring three shirts, two ties and a pair and a suit with a pair of uh sneakers jeans whatever and that was it so i was always just slightly more than a duffel bag i always had a roll on carry on no matter if that, that thing was a week or it was a day and a half the same size no matter what the actual this is what we used to talk about the actual time you actually have your suit on your body in the nhl is like you put it on you go to the rink as soon as you get to the rink, the suit comes off. After the game, you put the suit on, you go back to the hotel. You probably wear your suit for maybe a half an hour out of the day when it comes down to it. Get on the plane, take your suit off because you don't want to, you get a t-shirt on. Like it's, hey Bob, it's crazy. I, I was one suit and two dress shirts for if I was going on a whatever a road trip. But it's, uh, I wonder if the NHL will get to the point where you're like the other sports where you can just wear whatever you want to the game. I, I like it, but um, I, I don't know. Some teams already do. Yeah. Yeah. Some teams already do. When you see them posting pregame stuff, guys will be walking in not in suit and tie anymore. It's a little different. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I remember when I think it was Brian Murray that came to talk to us and he's like, you guys look like bums walking in because it, well, when you're playing a home game, you're only on camera. You're, you get in your car you walk into the rink, you're on camera for the length of that hallway. And sometimes you're not even on camera. They would just set them up and you're like, those things aren't on. <laughs> but, um, so I wore Lululemon pants with a pair of dress shoes, a t-shirt, and then I would bundle up the, the heavy coat, never do the hair with a beanie and then put a, put a scarf on. Like I, so I didn't have to wear a tie. I was like a scarf. takes two <laughs> seconds. So, and everybody, every guy did the same thing. And then it was Andy who got us in trouble. Cause he's like, yeah, I don't care. He would just walk in with his tie, on, no tie on oh. <laughs> with his overcoat. I'm like, at least hide it. Give us a chance. <laughs> but, oh, that's, that's funny for Andy. <laughs> I, I was, I was really bad at the beginning. I like, if we were going for seven days, I had seven suits packed and seven Ooh. shirts. 
Yeah, yeah it took me a long time to to figure out I can pack two suits and five shirts and be gone for a week and carry on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I was. I, <laughs> that was really it. bad for a while. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was never bad. <laughs> I was never. And that's you know what we talked about one time. Cody Golubov, Um, When I was coming back, he was a scratch that last year with Mikhail Bodker. And he came in the locker room and I was sorry, I was already there getting treatment. Um, and he said, I want to, I want to clock it. I've never done this. How many times on a game day do you get changed? Yorkie. Morning skate. So you get home. up in the morning, you get, you get up at home, morning skate, come back. Twice at morning skate. Yeah. And twice again for the game. And then you go home and you usually change out of your suit and go put something else on. Yeah, so we, really. we clocked it one time because a lot of guys now wear a certain certain set for on the ice and then come off and you're like, now I got to wind down. I'm in the gym. I'm in this or whatever. Yes. Oh, he, he said, I think it was nine times. He's like, yeah. so he's like, I'm sick of being a healthy scratch because I'm sick of changing. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, and then you go so work true. out and you don't want to sit in your sweat. So you, you're like, now I got to wait for lunch with the guys. So I'm going to sit here and something else. So guys, you go through three sets just for pregame skate. These are real. These are real problems we're talking about here. These we are the things I want to get to the bottom of on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I used to kick like the the amount of times you tie your skates. You know when you get those little things on the outsides of your pinky finger from oh. just the grinding. You just this your laces are by February your fingers are so raw from Awful. tying those skates over and over and over again. Real world problems we're talking about here. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, we'll deal with more world problems tomorrow when we're back. Although I'm not sure, Bobby, you're aware that we have a 3 p.m. show tomorrow? I was not, but I will be there. <laughs> <laughs> so no. until then, um, we'll bring up some Brady notes about his penalty minutes. I have to, uh, but we'll also discuss today's game against the Vancouver Canucks. So until tomorrow, gentlemen, enjoy. Say hi to all the guys at the skate. Take some, take some video. Get someone. I want video of you playing. Yes. There's nobody there. It's just the guys on the ice. So nobody like get, we don't bring our phones on the go. ice. Get like a GoPro. <laughs> no. Put a GoPro on. Should I get a GoPro? Now I, I gotta deal with a shutdown center and back is tomorrow. It's his first time out. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> go to Costco and get a GoPro. I'll tell you what though, the, the chat's blowing up because everybody's like, I they they must have ate and drank over the course of the holidays because everybody's on the first one back. Just like the gym. Yep. Uh, all right, gentlemen. See you tomorrow. Uh, enjoy your day. Thanks for watching, everybody. Uh, see you later. Don't forget, like and subscribe if you have time. See you guys. See you guys. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. 
Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.